Welcome to Enrich Relationships, a podcast designed to help leaders improve their personal and professional relationships from a father and son team. We each bring executive corporate experience in both public and private companies, as well as personal experience as brothers, fathers, and sons. I'm Dax Rich. And I'm Larry Rich. And together we discuss different leadership skills and concepts that will help you at work and at home. critical part of developing relationships involves setting clear expectations. And obviously that can involve our families as well as those that we may work with or supervise. But it's critical that we are very clear in setting expectations from the very beginning. If somebody isn't performing to the standard of whatever it is we expect of them, it isn't always necessarily that they're just not trying. Many times it's they don't understand. And so setting a clear expectation, if it's with an employee, if it's a deadline, but it's also here's the tools to help you, here's what I'm expecting it will look like when it's done, here's who's available to you to use as a resource, here's references that you can use to have as a resource, all those things. Same thing with our our children with expectations. If it's cell phone use, if it's social media, any kind of parameters, if it's homework, those kind of expectations, the, well, I just expect you to get it done, or I expect you to get uh, A's in your classes. That's an expectation, but it's not very clear. And so it's really important, not only are they clear, but they're also manageable, meaningful, almost like SMART goals. They've got to be something that people can chew on and kind of see the end and then begin, if you will, with the end in mind. Not to do use lots of cliches, but I think they tie so well to setting clear expectations. Similarly with evaluation, if we're in a situation where we are the evaluator, it's really not fair to evaluate somebody on an expectation that was never clear. And to clarify a little bit, the SMART goals, for those who may not know, SMART goals will stand for specific with the S, measurable, A would be attainable or actionable, R is realistic or relevant, and T is time-bound. So when we're talking about goals or SMART goals, We're looking at goals that fall into those categories, and that's exactly what we're looking for with expectations, that they are specific, measurable, actionable or attainable, relevant or realistic, and time-bound or timely, meaning that they have a specific time frame associated with them. I also think of the author Kim Scott, who wrote the book Radical Candor, and in the model of Radical Candor, there's four quadrants that explain what are the different approaches that a leader could take in giving feedback or in setting expectations in this case. And one of those quadrants is when the leader focuses way too much on being empathetic rather than being candid. And so what happens in that situation is they step into this zone called ruinous empathy. And we see that a lot with expectations. In fact, I'll even speak for myself where there was a time in my management career where I definitely fell into ruinous empathy. And what I mean by that is I had one person in particular, we'll just talk about that one individual, was not performing as they should be. And the way that I initially approached meeting with that person, giving them feedback was saying, hey, really would love to see you improve in in these three areas. And they said, okay, well, I feel like I already am doing a great job. And I said, no, no, what you're doing is, is really good. You know, a little bit of that empathy or ruinous empathy, excuse me. I really love that you are putting your time and effort into helping your team and lifting their spirits. I just would love to see a little more. And again, I wasn't as clear as I needed to be. The term more is a very vague and very ambiguous statement. And what that ultimately did is it set that person up for failure. 
because in their mind, what they heard was they need me to do more of what I'm doing. So I'll continue to do what I'm doing and maybe just do it more. And that's absolutely not what I was trying to get across. But again, I wasn't clear. And those expectations that I set were not even really expectations. It was just continue doing what you're doing. And so, of course, they failed. The team performed dead last. The manager did not perform as they should have. And it resulted in a poor performance review. Their performance review really was on my shoulders as well, where I wasn't being clear enough with that person to help them understand what they needed to do to be successful. And that goes back to one other idea I'll just quickly share that says clear is kind. And what that means is when we're clear with other people, when we set expectations that are very clear or smart, again, that acronym we just talked about, then we're being kind to the other person because we're helping them to be set up for success. And even though it might come off as, I appreciate what you're doing now, again, referencing back to this person on my team, I appreciate what you're doing now. However, I need you to also do X, Y, and Z, and I need to see this change in this way, again, being as clear as we possibly can, then what we're doing is we're being kind by helping set this person up for success and prevent them from failing. And that's such a great point, the, the clear expectation. Many times we set those at the beginning of the year, especially if we're doing any kind of an evaluation. And then we may not revisit those till the end of the year when we go back and do the evaluation. And so there's a huge assumption there that everything was clear. And, you know, many times we may get a head nod. And if we have a team, the whole team's nodding, especially if these are presented in a group or presented virtually. And I know that having one-on-ones, which many organizations do, or even with our children as we talk with them, that's a wonderful opportunity. Not that we need to go through every single expectation. If we have five goals for the year or eight or whatever, or if it's something we're working with our kids with, if we can focus on one thing and just talk about that and say, how are things going with this? Let them report back on it and see if they are on track with that expectation and if it really is clear or if there's further tweaking that needs to happen. It really is an evolving process rather than a here it is, a delivery, and then a follow-up at the end. Some things may be that clear, but in reality, probably most things won't be. And it could be that what was a goal can morph into something that becomes an opportunity during the year. And somebody could say, oh, yeah, I've, I've already met that. I'm wondering about going further with this. And a real opportunity not only for employees to shine, but also for our kids, for our family. And everybody's different. So the expectation may be similar for the team, if you will, for the family. But individually, it's an opportunity for each person to shine in that area where they have expertise or, or that's, that's their thing, if you will. I like that you take it to a personal side of things, or, or how do we relate it to our personal lives? We belong to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, where in our faith, we abstain from alcohol. And one thing that we really believe in is setting those expectations with other people. We're taught that in a situation where you're with your friends who say, oh, well, would you like some alcohol? It's a great opportunity to set expectations. And what's cool from our experiences, both of us growing up, is when we are able to start off a friendship, maybe not the first time you meet somebody, that's how you introduce yourself, but as you develop a friendship with somebody right from the beginning, saying, hey, here are some expectations about me. I don't drink alcohol. We found in our lives that that's never hurt our relationships. If anything, it's improved them. It's enriched our relationships by allowing us to set some expectations with friends or with new people that we meet who then respect that. And then as we go to parties with them, they say, oh, you know what? I'm not even going to ask so-and-so. Put them in a situation where they need to compromise their values. Or in many cases, I found in my life, some of my greatest friends from childhood who are still my friends to this day, 
when I'm with them at a party where there is alcohol, they're very good to A, have an alternative option for me without even needing to make me feel uncomfortable. Or B, if somebody says, hey, uh, Dax, would you like some alcohol? My friends are very good at jumping and saying, oh, you know what, that's not something that Dax does. And not in a mean way, but just in a, in a way to kind of stand up for me, which I find is such a great example of why setting expectations in any way, whether it's professionally, personally with family, or even with your friends and coworkers, allows you to have a much more effective relationship. I was thinking in some ways it's almost like the bumpers on a bowling alley. If our friends and, and those that care about us know about our expectations for ourselves, they too can become and have been. I think about so many people in my life who have almost been the guardians to help me. I, I remember when I was working on my doctorate program, some of my best mentor, cheerleader, supporters were the people I worked with, my family, people who... I was working with them on their expectations, and they're like, so how are you doing on your expectation? How are things going for you? And so I love what you're saying, that as we're helping others to meet their expectations, they can become some of the best help for us in meeting ours. Thank you for tuning into today's episode, and be sure to check out our other episodes where we explore additional ways to enrich your relationships at work and with your family. Before you take off, we invite you to subscribe and share what you liked from this episode with friends, colleagues, and family. Take a moment and share feedback and suggestions with us directly at enrichrelationshipspodcast at gmail.com. Lasting change comes from enriching your relationships both at work and at home.